Welcome to the Donuts and Dumbbells podcast. I'm Brooke. And I'm Nick. And we're so excited that you're here. On this podcast, we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle change. You know, all the healthy shit. So go ahead and grab yourself a cup of hot or iced coffee. Or a protein shake and sit back, relax, or go on a walk. And we'll talk to you soon. Nick, what is up, my friend? How are you today? I am great today. Um, yeah, life is good. Listen, <laughs> I feel that it's it's busy, it's overwhelming, it's exciting, but it's good. Mm, my big thing that I need to update the people on: I ran out of my green supplement, oh, and I'm waiting for the new you. one to come in the mail. And it's just like my whole routine is thrown off. Oh damn greens i know i really got like that really got to like start to be ingrained in my routine and now it's not and it feels weird so that is too funny i i feel that though because you know for our listeners like i'm in the middle of a big move and i've totally forgot to take my green supplement so like did the whole world just fall apart because you forgot your supplement though no, not at all, actually. Amazing. Like, not at all. <laughs> Believe it or not. Believe it or not. So today I just have a sugar-free Red Bull because this bitch needs wings today. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> so tell me more about that. Like you're going through a big move. Like how are you able to keep your your fitness stuff going while you're in this like big life transition? Yeah. So just for our listeners, like this is the first time that I'm really like saying it out loud like for people to know like so far everybody thinks I'm just moving but for our listeners um, my fiance and I decided to part ways so we decided that you know we make way better friends than partners and he's always going to be a part of my life he's an amazing human being and I can't picture my life without him it's just I can't picture my life without him as a friend not as a romantic mm -hmm. interest so we're still great friends um, and I've found a new place to live for Micah and I, and so nutrition and fitness has not been my main priority, but because of the habits I've created, I'm able to still maintain my nutrition. I'm still able to maintain my fitness. And sometimes that looks like a little bit of sacrifice or a little bit of compromise in order to reach those goals. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, first of all, I thank you for sharing what's been going on through your life, because like, it's a very difficult thing to go through, even with the fact that like, you and him are still able to remain good friends. It's still a tough transition. Um, and it does make the more fitness based things in your life take a little bit of a backseat, because you have to focus on all this new stuff that's happening in your life. And moving all your shit and finding a new place to live and all that stuff. So how have you, like, what have you been doing to like try and maintain kind of the habits that you have and what habits would you say have kind of fallen off a little bit during this? That's a great question. So I'll start with the habits that have fallen off. Um, I haven't been able to get into the gym to do a workout in like a week and a half. Mm. Like, that just has not been my main focus. So instead of saying, fuck it, I'm just not going to move at all. I mean, I'm moving stuff. So I'm definitely like, there's some, there's some big literal movement there. <laughs> like, yeah, like I'm lifting boxes that are heavy. I'm walking all around a lot, but like, 
if I'm unable to make it to the gym one day, I make it a priority to at least, even if that means I'm waking up a little bit earlier to get like a 15 to 20 minute walk-in where I can clear my head, where I can breathe, where I can start to kind of plan my day in the morning. Um, and nutrition has been my, like more of my main focus. So mm. I'm controlling what I have control of, you know, like, and I should certainly can control my workouts, but right now I know that it's not going to be realistic for me to go into the gym and do like a, an actual strength workout until I'm, my life is a little bit more settled. So with the nutrition front, I've been making sure that I'm planning my meals. I mean, I have, you know, my pot, my pots and pans are in boxes. So there have been, a, I've been out to eat a little bit more than I usually do. And when I do that, I make sure that I'm planning my meals around protein and vegetables. So I will, you know, order like there's, Oh God, my friend, Anna, she shout out Anna. If you're listening to this, she find, found this amazing little ramen place. And I ended up getting like to extra tofu in it. I had, you know, my carbs and I loaded it up with vegetables because you can customize your ramen. Um, there's also like, if I decide, okay, I really need something, you know, to eat last minute, I'll stop at Jersey Mike's and I'll get, you know, a sandwich and load that up with vegetables, you know, get loves meat. Jersey Mike's guys. I do. Like, <laughs> oh my God. like, I'm not even fucking kidding. The other day, like I was like, God, I could really use a number seven on wheat. Like, <laughs> 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 I do. Oh, but now that you mention it, like I've actually realized I'm like, wow, I really do love Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's <laughs> comes up a lot on this podcast. <laughs> I, I don't, I think I've had Jersey Mike's like three or four times in my life. <laughs> There are a few around here, but they're not like a big chain around here. That is so funny. No, it's true. Like I am, a, I love my Jersey Mike sandwiches. They're delicious. <laughs> hey, if you like it, you like it. And you know what? Even with that, like you can get a pretty good meal out of that. Like you can get a lot of protein and pretty good carb sources and vegetables. So like I, I frequently get Subway a lot because it's just like, I'll get like double meat on my sandwich and just yep. load up a protein and get like all the vegetables except for the olives because nasty. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a good, like decent calorie meal, a lot of volume, feel wicked full after it. And it's, it's lovely. Yeah. And I mean, sandwiches really are one of the quick, easy meals that you can actually pack a lot of protein in. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I do. Um, if it's something that's like a little bit more on like the less nutritious side, again, like if it's something like I can switch from getting something fried to grilled, you know, like th those mm. are the kinds of things and I've been doing, or instead of French fries, I'll get a side salad. I actually did that the other night with a burger. I got a turkey burger and I'm like, you know, I really want fries, but I'm already eating a burger and I'm already out to eat. So I'm going to make a nutritional compromise and I'm going to settle with a side salad with a balsamic vinaigrette. So making, just trying to make the most nutritious choice possible is what I've been doing. And so if you're listening and you're like, you're going through some shit in life and things are changing, like control the controllables, you know, you have an option to plan meals around protein. You have an option to, you know, add additional veggies or order a salad with extra meat, things like that. Like just doing your best to try to make the, like the most nutrition, like the most nutritious choices that you can. 
not using it as an excuse to say, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to eat whatever I want because, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm going through shit. So, and it's not easy. Like that's, that's something too, like that I want to reiterate is it's not easy to do that. So I've been making a lot of nutritional compromises. I've been making sure like another thing I can control is my hydration, making sure I'm drinking enough water, making sure at the end of the day, after moving all day, I'm you know, getting some mobility work, some stretching, even just some light stretching, you know, it's, it doesn't have to mean that you have to, like, even though my entire life is being uprooted, I can control what goes in my body and I can control how much I move my body. Yeah. And I think if you were to not care about those things and just say, oh, fuck it. I'll eat whatever I want. No, fuck it. Like I won't do any exercise at all. I won't do any mobility. I won't do any walks. You're going to feel worse. 100%. And you're already in a spot where like shit is not the best, let's say, <laughs> um, you know, big, big major life transition. Like that's not fun to go through. But if you don't do anything for your own health and you just like let things decline, you're just feeding into that negativity even more. And it's going to make shit feel even worse than it already does. So you know, just making these little changes and reinforcing these habits that you already have gives yourself a fighting chance to be able to not feel like you're in a fucking hole all the time. That's so true. And I mean, I make the decision that I'm going to be most proud of at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, have I had candy? Yes. Have I been tracking my calories? No, but I'm using the tools that I give my clients, such as like eating more mindfully, not eating when you're distracted, like put your fucking phone away and eat your meal. <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, I have been implementing strategies to make sure that things are balanced. You know, I use the hand rule, like make sure that I'm not overeating in a meal. You know, I'm stopping when I'm full, you know, things like that. Like, you know, I, I understand that like, if you're going through a major life transition and let's say you are tracking calories, like, you know, doing the best you can to track, or if you realize I have too much shit, like me, I have too much shit going on right now to add tracking. Mm-hmm. make sure you're being mindful instead, you know, stop eating when you're full, you know, use your hand as like a portion control guide, you know, things like that, making sure that you're planning your meals around protein and vegetables and trying your best to make the most nutritious decisions possible instead of saying fuck it. Cause you're going to be way more proud of yourself at the end of the day than if you were to just say, screw it. And then wake up. And like you said, you're not moving, you're not eating nutritious foods. And then you feel like shit. And and here's the thing too, is you get to choose what you prioritize. Yes. Right now, your priority is, all right, this big life change is happening. Like I need to focus on moving. I need to focus on making sure Mike is in a good spot. I need to focus on all this stuff. And like, I can have some secondary goals, which are making healthy, nutritious choices. Now, if you're at home and you're not like you aren't having a major life change right now and you want to make your priority to make these healthy changes, to lose body fat, to change your body composition. And that is going to be your priority. Then you can add some of that other stuff in like tracking your calories and exercising regularly and all that stuff. But, you know, life comes in different seasons and some different seasons you'll be able to focus more and be a little bit more regimented. And then other seasons of your life, you won't be able to do that because you just have so much stuff going on. 
but you need to be honest with yourself and ask yourself, okay, is this something that I really need to like take a step back and deprioritize my fitness right now? Or is it not? Am I just like, you know, something's happening. I'm, I'm changing jobs, but it's really not that big of a deal. Don't use that as an excuse to be like, ah, fuck it. You know? Exactly. I mean, this, and I think what has made me more successful at doing this is the fact that I have built, I've spent the time and consistently built these habits. Mm. And it doesn't mean that they, that it's easy either. Like I would much rather have like a burger and fries than having like a grilled chicken salad. But the thing is, is I know what's going to get me closer to my goal. I know that the salad is going to nourish me. I know that I'm going to have more energy. I'm not going to feel lethargic after eating it. Burger and fries. I'm going to be like, oh, okay, burger and fries. Let's sit on the couch. Let's watch an episode of TV and just chill. Like literally the worst thing you can do is like eat a burger and fries and then go move a bunch of boxes around. Oh Oh my God. That sounds miserable. It really does. Like just being super full and just like heavy feeling like Mm -hmm. my stomach feeling like there's just like, it's too full. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, if you're going through a major life transition, like you, you made a good point by saying seasons, like these things happen, you know, life ebbs and flows. And right now I'm in an ebb. And Mm -hmm. the only thing I can control in the ebb is what I have like what I can control within my environment. So knowing that, you know, and I think it's important for you listening to know that like these things will happen. Like these things will happen on a fitness journey. The only thing that you need to worry about is controlling the controllables and doing what you need to do to get you one step closer. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to track my calories. Like religiously, I'm going to, you know, make sure I'm getting my lifts. Cause realistically that might not happen some days. Yeah. Like I've had good intentions of just like taking a break, going to the gym, working out. And what I've had to come to accept is, you know what, once I'm all settled in, then I'm going to hit the gym again. Like then I'm going to get back into it. And, you know, I'm like, I, like I'm a pole instructor, so I'm still moving. Like I'm still teaching classes. I'm still moving, but my movement looks different throughout the day. Now, now I'm moving boxes. Now I'm walking a lot. So I'm looking at the movement that I'm doing and saying, okay, like I'm happy with this. Now, if you look at your movement and you're like, you know, I could add in a 10 minute walk, do it, do it. Yeah, for sure. And it's good for your mental health too. Absolutely. And again, especially like when, when shit isn't really good, like going for a walk can help you kind of clear your head a little bit and make you feel a little bit better about the situation that you're in. Cause if you're just going to sit there and sulk on the couch all day, you're not making shit better for yourself. If you get out and enjoy some sunshine, you may walk back in the house and be like, all right, let's do some shit now. Exactly. And I think that that's what's super important for people to understand is like the more that you kind of sit and stew on things when you're going through a major life transition, like that can be like harmful to your mental health. So what I think is great is, you know, being able to develop tools for when life does get busy, for when life does get overwhelming, or if you're going through a major life transition, it's going to be so much easier for you to implement these habits if you're doing them consistently before those moments in your life come up. Definitely. Yeah. What, when you are not like ridiculously overwhelmed with life, 
I mean, I guess we all are well, always are, right? But pretty much. <laughs> if if you have time in your day to like start implementing some habits, or even if you don't, and you can start implementing small ones, those habits will compound and make big changes over time. And when you get to a point when life is just way too overwhelming to handle, you'll still have some of those habits ingrained that just become second nature to you. Exactly. And that's exactly what I'm noticing with my own transition through this move. You know, I'm I'm not only going through a move, but I'm going through a breakup and that kind of shit's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, have I wanted to emotionally eat? Absolutely. Have I done it? A little bit. Like my, one of my best friends brought over some flowers and some fucking Rolos. I'm like, bro, what are you trying to do to me right now? Um, <laughs> and she, I love her, Sarah, if you're listening, thank you so much. That was so sweet. Um, but you know, like there've been a couple moments where I found myself, you know, opening a Rolo and just popping it in my mouth. And I'm like, Oh wait, why am I doing this? Like, yeah. why am I, is it because they're available? I mean, I think that's definitely like part of a breakup, right? We all need to listen to white horse by Taylor Swift and, <laughs> and eat some ice cream or something like <laughs> i will say ben and jerry's chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream sounds fucking bomb right now that does that does sound amazing right In now a waffle not and i'm not going through a breakup but that sounds fucking <laughs> awesome <laughs> In a waffle cone. Like, I would eat that and listen to White Horse by Taylor Swift right now. I don't even care. (laughs) Danielle walks in and she's like, do you want to talk? (laughs) (laughs) No, leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely trying times. But, you know, I always try to remember, like, and if you are going through a major life transition, like, just remember that it's a transition. You're Mm -hmm. not going to live there. You know, it's okay to like unpack your shit and feel your emotions, but you don't need to live there. Like just knowing that, you know, it's, it is an ebb and flow and you're not going to ebb down and stay down. All you have to do is like just power through until life feels like it's flowing again. And the way to power through is by controlling what you, what you can. Yeah, absolutely. Feel your feelings, feel your emotions, let shit out. Cause don't, don't keep that in because that's just going to be way worse. Um, do what you need to do like if if it is like you need to have one meal where you're like all right i'm just gonna really fucking enjoy this do that and then after that be like okay like now i'm gonna give myself a fighting chance by eating food that makes me feel good because if you keep just like wallowing in that self-pity and misery it doesn't get you anywhere it just you just dig yourself deeper into the hole of sadness and we don't want to be in the hole of sadness No. And that's something where, you know, it's also managing your stress in those times, learning like stress management tools, like, and knowing it's okay. Like I ended up like I was at my new place last night. And when my friend, one of my friends left, like I went upstairs and, um, I cried, like, it's okay to cry. It's okay to scream into a pillow. It's okay to beat the shit out of a pillow. Like, Absolutely. We should have Danielle on this podcast talk about coping strategies when oh, you're uh, in times like this. I love that idea. We're, we're, t- we're talking to your wife later. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, because ultimately, the way that we manage stress has a big impact on whether or not we can achieve our goals. And like, again, like my main focus right now is not fitness and nutrition. My main focus is getting into my house, 
settling down, you know, getting my son transitioned. Like, and if my nutrition and fitness need to be put on the back burner for a couple weeks, it can. I just need to make the best nutrition choices that I can during that time and just being mindful and aware. And so if you're listening to this and you're going through some major life changes or you have, you know, you're dealing with grief or you're dealing with trauma, like know that it's okay to let that out. Like it's okay to cry. It's okay to hit a pillow. Like oftentimes when people are emotionally eating, it's so they don't have to deal with those feelings. Yes. So if you notice that you're, you're wanting to overeat or binge eat, go punch a pillow, scream and do a pillow, cry. Throw an egg. <laughs> throw, throw an egg. Throw an egg or a can of olives, you know, Nick. Likes, oh yeah. That's like a good that one. Too. That's a good one. In a glass um, jar though. So it shatters and is more rewarding. Yes, but the, also don't litter. Don't do that outside. Like no, like make put sure it, you put it in a bag. It you know, put yeah. it in a bag. Uh, that's this is actually a strategy that Danielle's had is put like a plate in a plastic bag. She's done this. She's put a plate in a plastic bag, wrote written in like magic marker, all the things that piss her off, and then throw the plate, and like that, that feels so really good. good. I think it was like a TikTok trend or something. But you oh, said something earlier about like. Um, you know, you're not focusing on fitness for a couple of weeks, right? So yeah. you're focusing on your move and stuff. And the important thing for you listening at home to know is Brooke is not going to magically lose all of her progress ac across that course <laughs> of the two weeks. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And like I said, like some of the movement that I'm doing is just gentle, like it's stretching. It's making sure that I'm stretching my body and keeping that routine, like my little daily flow. It's keeping that. And, you know, I love that plate idea. I'm going to do that. You know, what? it's the difference between. So like the difference between pushing yourself with your exercise regimen versus taking care of yourself. What you're yeah. doing is taking care of yourself and you don't, you don't need to be pushing yourself right now. There are times where that's going to be a good idea. And there are times where it's not going to be a good idea. And right now taking care of yourself is way more important than pushing yourself to better yourself. Just take care of yourself so you can feel good right now in the moment and maintain what you have. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know what to say to that thank you <laughs> well, the, the listeners can't see us but we literally like stopped paused just, look like, at, each other, at each other like, <laughs> nodded <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna blink first no? <laughs> but yeah i mean if you're if you're listening to this and you're going through you know a life change the other thing that i have been doing is giving myself grace mm giving myself grace, giving myself some compassion, you know, understanding that this isn't going to be my life forever. I, you know, once things are settled down, I will, you know, get back into my normal routine. And I think a lot of people forget that. I think a lot of people allow those emotions to take over to the point where they start to sabotage themselves and the progress that they've made so far. And you don't have to do that, you know, fucking stretch. If, if it makes you feel like you're one step closer to your goal, stretch, go on a five to 10 minute walk do something to help like get you through these times that are still going to like move you just even, even if it's a millimeter towards your goal, you know, yeah, just for sure. something that's going to keep you moving forward. Like me, I decided, you know, oh, okay. Like I'm getting a little bit overwhelmed. I'm getting stressed out. I'm going to take a walk around my new neighborhood and, you know, check it out. And 
that helped me a ton. And it only took me like five minutes. So it really comes down to like having that grace and compassion saying, you know what, I'm in a really hard season of life right now. What would I tell my best friend? Mm, like, absolutely. You wouldn't tell your best friend to like keep pushing themselves at the gym. You'd be like, no, give yourself some grace. Yeah. Take some time off, like get your shit figured out. And you know, like once you feel like you're ready to start up again, you know, ease into it. I'm not going to go to the gym and go balls to the wall and not be able to walk. Cause that's just not going to be great. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is like, that's what I tell a client too. Like if a client was just like, I just went through all this shit to be like, all right, let's just focus on like getting a little bit of movement in, keeping nutrition somewhat on track. We don't have to worry about tracking every calorie and everything, but like, let's just focus on these little habits for right now and yeah. get your shit together in the meantime. And that's exactly what I tell my clients is like, don't worry about, you know, if you're going through a major life transition, like it's affecting your entire life, you know, which includes your fitness and nutrition. Mm -hmm. The best thing that you can do is to just be, just be mindful, just be aware, like develop that self-awareness and, you know, that honesty with yourself and not when I say honesty, not like you're not degrading yourself and tearing yourself down. Like, Oh, well, you're going through this and you're going through this. And you know, this is how I like, don't get too hung up on being like brutally honest with yourself. Like, yeah, look at what you're doing. Cause the last thing you need when you're going through a major life transition and your emotions are running high is to think of things that are going to tear you back down. Like one of the things that I've heard from a therapist, a former therapist of mine was, you know, honesty without kindness is brutality. Mm. And don't be brutal on yourself. Like don't, sit there and be like, well, you're moving and you're doing all that you should, you know, you're a coach. You should know that you need to get your workouts. And I could easily, easily beat myself up about that. And in the past I would have, but now I don't need to do that anymore because I'm like, listen, you know, I'm going through a breakup. I was with, you know, my, my former partner for seven years and it's like, I don't need to be like, pissed off that I went 200 calories over my daily target. Like that is the least yeah, of my that fucking is, problems right who now. Who gives a shit right now? Who, literally. Yes. Like nobody does, no, including myself. Exactly. <laughs> you, might care. you know, listeners might care, but realistically, like don't put more shit on your plate than you can handle. Yeah. Seriously. You are, you've already got so much. Why add all this, these extra stressors to an already stressful point in your life? Like exercise, calorie deficit, all this stuff is a literal stressor on your body. Yes. And if your stress is already at a very high point, like your cortisol levels will be through the fucking roof if you are trying to add all these stressors on top of the stress you already have. Yeah. like, And that is physically not healthy for you. Not at all. And like if you are in a calorie deficit, and life decides to take a giant dump on you, like one thing that you can do is go into a diet break. Yep. Take a diet break. You know, like that's what I'm doing. I'm doing like a three week diet break, like big fucking deal. You know, it's what's going to happen is it's going to fuel me enough to get me through. It's going to allow me a little bit more flexibility. So if I want a fucking Rolo, I can eat it. And if once I get settled and once I get in my place and I feel like, okay, you know what? Life is flowing again. I'm out of this ebb. I'll, I can go back into a deficit 
You know, mm -hmm. I can, I can ease myself back into a deficit and I can continue to make the progress, like picking up where I left off. Because as Nick said, I'm not going to lose all of my progress because I took a couple weeks off. Like that's right. not how that works. It might feel like that and that's valid, but that's not what's actually happening. So for our listeners who may not know, can you walk us through what a diet break looks like? Yeah. So for me, I am very aware of what like my food looks like in a deficit and in maintenance. Like I'm, I'm very aware, but a diet break, essentially what I've done is kind of like, I, I have the tools to be able to stop tracking, but if you don't, I slowly increase my calories by like one to 200 calories per week. And then I make sure that I'm paying attention to the scale and the scale might go up a couple pounds when you go into the diet break because you're going to eat more carbs and things like that. Mm -hmm. But then I watch, <clears throat> excuse me, what my, what my um, scale is doing and it'll stay right around the same couple pounds. And then you can either continue tracking or you can use like what I do, a hand portion control method, you know, and if you are using hand portion or thin hand, hand portion. Oh, okay, control. Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, I, I still got both my ears. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you know, like I'm using a hand portion control method. So instead of a palm of protein, I'm doing like a palm and a half of protein. Hmm. Instead of a cup of carbs, I'm doing a cup and a half of carbs or a cup and a quarter, depending on how I'm feeling. And I'm making sure I'm eating veggies. So I'm slowly working my way up. Now I'm not changing my nutrition. That's the difference. You know, I'm going out to eat a little bit more, but like overall, I am not changing the types of food that I'm eating. I'm just slowly increasing portion sizes. And that's what you do in a diet break. Yeah. I th very well said, um, very well laid out. So yeah, that's definitely something that you can do if you find yourself in a time where as Brooke so eloquently put when life takes a giant dump on you <laughs> it's you take a little diet break eat a little more food so that you're not thinking about food as much because that's just one more thing that you're gonna have to worry about exactly exactly and I think that he, like diet breaks can be scary for people that are trying to lose fat but you know what like if you're going through a life transition like I am, fat loss is the last thing you should be worrying about. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, the last worry, thing. worry about your life. Remember to to make fitness work around your life and ha have your life revolve around fitness because yeah. that's that's not the way anyone wants to live their life. We don't need to worry about that all the time. We've got other priorities in life that are important to us. Exactly, and you know, as soon as you start to realize, like, oh you know what, like, I'm not going to ruin all my progress if I don't make the gym because I'm going through these transitions. Okay. What can I do? Like, what can I do? Instead of thinking about all the shit you can't do, focus on what you can do. You know, I can, I can stretch at night after a long day of moving. I can go on a walk in the middle of the day. If I'm starting to get overwhelmed, you know, there, there are things that, you know, you can do that are going to benefit your life, even if fitness is not the main focus, even if nutrition is not the main focus, you know, making decisions again, I'm going to repeat myself, like making the next best choice for yourself. You don't have to say, fuck it. And I'm a failure and I can't do this. Cause that's just, and if you're going through a major life transition, that's only adding more stress and we yeah. don't need that. 
Yeah. So, you know, do what you can. That's really the moral of the story here is do what you can and don't do what you can't. Yeah, absolutely. And have grace and compassion for yourself. Like understand that the moment or the season of life that you're in is a season. It's not going to last forever. It mm -hmm. might suck really bad. Like going through a breakup, it hurts. It sucks. And it, it doesn't feel good, but I have choices that I can make to make going through this easier Yeah, that can make it less stressful. Like I have things and tools that I've implemented consistently. And that's the most important thing is, you know, when life is in a flow, really nail down your consistency. That way, when you're in an ebb as, as I am, you have those habits that you've been consistent with to fall back on. Absolutely. And you've got, You've got so many exciting things coming up too, right? Like yes. this, this part sucks, right? It's, it hurts, it's painful, but you've got so many more things ahead of you that are coming to be excited about. And, you know, you've got your new apartment that you're about to move into and that's fucking, that's awesome. Like, oh, yeah. it, looks, it looks awesome. Oh yeah. Nick saw, I showed Nick picture. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I saw Mike at his room yesterday. He was oh, having the time God. of his life. Just laughing up a storm, running around, giggling. Oh my god, he's he's gonna really love his little space. I set up that's his amazing. Room, set up his room last night, and like he's just gonna love it. I'm so that's pumped. amazing. And so, you know, like Nick said, like there are a lot of exciting things, and I'm focusing more on the exciting things than the sad things. I'm not ignoring the sad things. I'm not, you know, minimizing anything either. Like I'm accepting. Mm -hmm. I'm accepting that that's where I am in life and I'm celebrating being able to have my own space, being able to decorate the way that I want to, being able to be, you know, more available for my son emotionally. Like there's, there's so much good going on too, that it is starting to outweigh the bad. You know, I'm almost fully moved into my new place and it's starting to feel a little bit more mine. And, you know, and Micah's, and I think a lot of times people really tend to focus on the negative versus looking at the silver lining, which can be hard if you're going through a lot of shit. Yeah, of course. And, you know, looking at the negative is important too. You need to feel those feelings and not ignore them. Focus on everything, you know, it's easier said than done, right? Oh, Just absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's easier said than done. And it takes practice. It takes practice when you're in a flow, when life is going good, you can practice these skills. That way you have them when life goes into an ebb. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Cause it's just, that's just way the, that's just the way there we go. Life is, you know, shit goes South sometimes and we just got to deal with it as it comes and do what you can when that happens. Exactly. And so, you know, if you are going through a major life change, like I am like first and foremost, like make sure that you are taking care of yourself, you know, make mm -hmm. sure that you're, you're, you're eating, you know, I know that some people, when they go through some major stuff, they quit eating. And that's something where if you have to put alarms on your phone to remind you, you can do that. That can be, you know, if, if you catch yourself overeating or, you know, emotionally eating, 
you know, it, try to find a habit that's going to be more productive, like going on a walk or stretching or watching a funny TV show. Like that, mm. that's one thing that I've been doing also is watching a funny TV show. Yeah. Practicing self-care and sometimes self-care can be sitting on the couch and relaxing. Sometimes it could be taking a nap, but other times it can be things like remembering to brush your teeth. Yes. Or going for a walk. Um, self-care isn't just about relaxation. It's also doing the things that you need to, to literally care for yourself. Yeah. And so make sure that when you are going through these transitions, you are taking care of yourself and reach out for support if you can. Like I have, I'm so grateful that I have a super strong support system, including my former fiance. Like he also is a support system and he's helping me move and things like that, which I'm very grateful for. But like, I'm also grateful for, you know, friends of mine that are like, Hey, do you need anything? You know, Hey, you know, do you want me to come over so we can chat and you can get things off of your mind? Like surround mm. yourself, try to surround yourself with supportive people. Absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't have, couldn't have said that better myself. Now we can stare at each other and <laughs> cool. 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 <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining us. And, you know, Nick and I, I think I can speak for both of us when I say that you know, we really appreciate the messages that we've been getting about our podcast. And honestly, like it means the world to us when you guys send us messages or questions or, you know, Hey, you should, our topics to talk about. So thank you for doing that. I've gotten a few people reaching out and, you know, sharing their story too. So that's great. Yeah, absolutely. We love that. Um, I think it was a couple episodes ago, we had someone comment and ask about the ask us to talk about alcohol. And that was ended up being one of our best episodes that we've ever done. So if you guys have topic recommendations for us, because sometimes Brooke and I just sit here before the podcast, we're like, what do you want to talk about today? So <laughs> <laughs> not only is it helpful for us, it's helpful for you as well, because we get to talk about what you actually want to hear. So yeah. we are open to your suggestions. Yes. And thank you so much for joining us again. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Donuts and Dumbbells podcast. We appreciate you taking time out of your very busy day to join us. And if you'd be so kind as to leave us a review, it helps us reach more people looking to improve their health and fitness. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon.